You're listening to the Weekly Sermon Podcast from Liberty Family Church. For more information about our church, head to the website, libertyfamilychurch.net.au. Who enjoyed our first Faith and Work panel discussion a couple of weeks ago? A couple of weeks ago? It was fantastic, wasn't it? I really encourage you that if you didn't hear that panel... I also kind of provided a bit of a theological basis for faith and work broadly. So if you missed that, I encourage you to jump on YouTube, go and have a listen to the audio podcast, wherever you get that. And it's really important, I think, that in talking about, through this series, all the things that we are, that we have a strong grasp on what we're talking about when we talk about faith and work. Anyway, do that. It's well worth the investment. Let's jump into today, though. So as we, as we reflected on a couple of weeks ago, whoa, we need to understand that anything and everything we do, paid or unpaid, is what? It's work. It's work. All work is service to God, Colossians 3, 23 to 24. And God invites us to partner with him each day to work through our strength? No. Through Holy Spirit's enabling power to see his beautiful creation flourish and reflect him and all people everywhere blessed as a result of our labour. This is God's design when it comes to work. This is how he invites each of us to think about and approach our work. And this is really important and we don't talk about this enough, I think, in churches generally. This is why your work matters far more than you might feel like it matters. Whether you're serving God in the workplace, as we we talked about in our first panel, as a student, as a volunteer, as a grandparent, as a retiree, in your family home, raising children, or any number of other ventures, your work matters to God and to others. Because ultimately, it's one of the key ways through which you contribute to playing a role in building his kingdom, in seeing his reign and rule realised in the world yeah today what we're doing is we're reflecting on work in the home the the season of sacrificially investing in children who know and love Jesus and then love others with his love so what I'm going to do is we're going to pray and then we're going to watch a video and we'll have the panel people come forward to share with us so let's let's pray God we thank you so much for the joy of being united to you through faith in Christ. We thank you, God, that you care about every aspect of our lives, as we've even just heard in, in guiding us to, to find some car keys. Like, you, you care about the ins and outs of life. And when it comes to our work, God, whatever it is that we do with the majority of our time, whether we're retired, whether we're unemployed looking for work, whatever it is, God, raising kids, you care about it. And you want to use us through our work. And so we pray today, God, as we reflect on the season of parenting, the work of parenting, we pray, God, that you would bless this discussion, that you would help us to to hear. God, those of us who are parents, Lord, would you just drop insights that will be life-changing for us? Those of us, God, who are grandparents, would you do the same? 
as we spend time discipling and investing in kids. And Lord, for those of us without kids, would you guide us in how we can be an encouragement to people currently in the trenches of parenting right now? Lord, whatever it is, we pray that we would all be built up, that you would be glorified, and we would see the fruit of your kingdom flourish as our community continues to grow and reflect you in all our areas of life, including that of work. So God, have your way this morning, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. And by the way, if you're watching online, this video that we're about to watch, the link is in the YouTube description. It'll be muted on our live stream. You can watch that now or you can catch up on that later. Excellent. Let's invite our panel to come forward now and let's give them a hand as they come. Some of us know you guys, others don't. So for the benefit of everyone and maybe some visitors or those watching online as well, how about we introduce ourselves, share something, something that you're into other than the stage of parenting and then tell us what, what that current season looks like for you, your current season of work in terms of parenting looks like for you. Yeah? Someone want to go first? Don't all jump at once. We'll start at this end. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, so um, my name's Cameron. Um, for work, um, I have the honour of uh, the privilege of running a business with, uh, with my wife, uh, electrical contracting business. Um, outside of that... Um, I kind of into Weber's and slow cooking meat, which is good. Um, you are. How many have you got currently? Numbers aren't important. <laughs> numbers are very important to the one Look, who is very important to you. It's less than ten. So. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And and in terms of parenting, yes. what what's that season look like for you? Um. It's really interesting. So we're um, we've got a, a teenage daughter, thirteen, and a, a son, ten. So we're um, yeah moving into a whole different stage of parenting where we can actually kind of get a bit of our life back, which has been really fun. <laughs> um, and yeah, just yeah different challenges that that throws ahead with adolescence and high school and all that sort of stuff. So absolutely, but yeah, it's awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks, Cam. Joe. Yeah, I'm Joe. I uh... oh, click that on. Well, yeah. Take two. There you go. I'm Joe. I, I'm a police officer for, at the moment, three days a week, and I'm a parent for two days a week. <laughs> and um, Is that all? <laughs> well, yeah, like full time. I know what you're saying. Yeah. On my own. <laughs> uh, we've got three kids under five, so it's pretty fun. Uh, not a whole lot of time for anything else, but we do like go walking, um, playing in the garden, that sort of thing. Excellent. Thanks, Joe. Hello, I'm Ruth. Um, um, I, what do I do? I'm a stay-at-home mum and I also do the admin for our earth-moving business. Um, and what do I like to do is go out for coffee and nice. reading books and going out with family and friends, like doing things. Excellent. And um, your children? Oh, uh, I have a three and a one-year-old. Three and one. 
I'm Laura. Um, I have three children. I share with Joel, the panel leader. <laughs> and um, they range in age from 10 down to three and a half. And um, I am here at the church two days a week as community pastor, looking after our ventures as a church community in the community. And in my spare time, I like to garden. Um, I like to read. I'm a bit of a, I don't know, I like to read theology and things like that. <laughs> Not so much. I do, I do like novels, but I enjoy reading, um, yeah, theology and things like that. You do? Yeah. That's me. Excellent. Thanks, everyone. So for those who missed the, the first panel, we, we talked about how uh, God invited humankind, women, men, created in his own image, to join him in a beautiful creative work, to bring order, to express creativity, to generate beauty for the good of other people. It was made way back in the garden and it continues to be God's heart now. So how do you see your parenting work as being a partnership with Jesus through which you creatively bring order and beauty and benefit to the world? Big question. Feel free to jump in, anyone. Um, I thought about this question by thinking about um, having like a consistent, safe place for my children to grow up Absolutely. in. Um, and a slower pace of life is something that I thought about with this question of benefiting them in being there for the conversations and teaching them and raising them like we're in very the young years mm. so you know nappies and all you know all that sort of stuff is keeping them alive yeah. um is a big part of what I'm doing but it's the slower pace where I can really have moments of teaching them and walking with them um yeah yeah great excellent yeah, I think for us, just having that that opportunity to be able to raise a couple of kids to be able to to be kind and generous and loving and thoughtful out in the world, to mm-hmm. so they can benefit their their friendship group, and being a you know being able to play a part in that is that's pretty special. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, I think Naomi and I both recognise that home duties like full time parenting role is like a unique and such an important and privilege to partner with God to raise our kids absolutely um, creating some sort of order routine vague ways some days better than others <laughs> um, but it's, it's really hard work yeah <laughs> doing that on your own um, and but I'm yeah we're fortunate in my situation to be able to do that with my sort of employment there's extra sort of leave that I can get mm. um, but yeah, that's it's it's something that we feel is really important. And yeah. excellent. Um, when I thought about this, I thought I came back to you know the initial um, invitation, I guess, that God gave humanity in as recorded in Genesis, and He says, you know, to be fruitful, to go, to multiply, to fill the earth and subdue it, which you know means to look after it and um, steward. Uh, everything here well and we've been hearing about that through messages lately 
Um, and so, yeah, seeing that the work of parenting is partnering, like we've just heard, with God um, to, um, we pray, like form and forge disciples, those children who will choose to follow him in that and who, I guess, know their identity, like, you know, the Bible says we're made in the image of God, that they would know that identity, like we have a role as parents of helping them to recognise that identity and to know their worth and their value as um, people made in God's image. Um, and then also the call that's on their lives, like that God did give um, all of humankind to, um, to subdue the earth, to, to look after it, to work things well and to, to go forward in life in those things. Mm. Excellent. Great insights, guys. And we talked uh, a bit about, you know, or in churches we talk about kingdom living. You know, it's often something that's thrown around. Not always well defined, but you know we throw that term around, or furthering the kingdom of God as we go about our everyday lives. How how do you think parenting gives us opportunities to do this? What does it kind of look like for you? I was thinking just being that role model, being able to to mimic what you know what we want to teach our kids um, by you know various you know, ways of doing that in our own faith journeys, in bringing them to church, being involved, and, and then, um, you know, with, with things at home where we, you know, teach the, you know, teach the, um, the ways of the kingdom. Yeah. And, you know, that, that can be everything, you know, for us being um, business owners in a, in a business where we, you know, we try and mimic that, that love of God with our staff mm-hmm. and the kids are so involved with that at home and at work um, that they get to, to see that and trying to... Yeah, mm. um, I suppose display that so they can mm. they can know it's real and true. Yeah, um, is a is a big thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about like the eternal perspective of yeah, mm-hmm. like raising them in a, in the way that they should go, yeah. so that they can have that opportunity to choose to follow God, mm-hmm. and having you know like the fruit of the spirit um, modeled to them in the way that we're parenting and running our business and, you know, all aspects of our lives. So a holistic Yeah, that they're viewpoint. seeing. Yeah, yeah, they're seeing all of it and then as they get of an age where they can choose that they have seen it modelled to them and we have trained them, their identity and who they are and all that. Mm. And, yeah, I just thought back to the... I'm on the slower pace of life at the moment, but... That's that, a good thing. Yeah, that as they're walking and as they're... You know, that Deuteronomy verse where it says, like, mm. you know, impress upon your children as they walk and as they sit in yeah. your house that you are um, able to sit at, with them and have those conversations. That's really good, yeah. Um, I would, yeah, both of what you've just said, like, just further, uh, you know, endorse that um, one um, concept that really has resonated with me and with Joel as well over the years. Um, we came across a resource um, by actually the sibling of the person in that video um, there. That was Paul David Tripp. Uh, so the resource is by Ted Tripp, his brother, and it's called Shepherding a Child's Heart. And um, we've really just loved um, that whole concept of, yeah, our goal as parents is um, ultimate. Like, you do hope that they 
choose to behave well and um, they learn what's socially acceptable behaviour, all that sort of stuff, but that raising good moral citizens, if you like, um, kids that, you know, do the right thing, toe the line all the time, that's not our goal. It's actually we're stewarding their hearts yeah, and um, as Christian parents and seeking, partnering with Holy Spirit to, yeah, lead them primarily through our behaviour, you know, that whole caught and not taught thing, you know. They're probably going to pick up on more of what we actually do and who we actually are than the things that we say and repeat 100 million times over and over. Um, obviously, it all goes hand in hand and you do give instruction and all that too. I'm not, you know, throwing that away. But um, that, yeah, we've got these hearts to shepherd and to steward and that the goal, yeah, is not that we have these well-behaved children who always do the right thing, say the right thing, all of that, but that we are forming disciples for, for eternity. And, yeah, my behaviour as a parent has a lot to, to do with that, yeah. Absolutely. Great insights. <clears throat> Slightly similarly to these other guys, it, it, it also it kind of shines a light in, in when we model the love of Christ to our kids, it kind of shines a lot on our own flaws and sin. <laughs> you realise when the pressure kind of ramps up, yeah, these things come out that we like, oh, okay, I need to work so on that. that. <laughs> <laughs> to try to, like, yeah, show God's love to the kids. Um, yeah. But even, like, little things at the moment that our stage of life is that at breakfast times, um, the kids love watching the Bible project videos on the YouTube on the devotions. And like that's just this fun thing that the kids like really enjoy in the, the graphics and the animations. And But they're such great teaching and a lot yeah. of it would go over their heads. But it's just like that little those little things that, you know, little things will go in and, mm. yeah. Absolutely. You're raising some theologians. I like it. <laughs> now, there's some great insights, aren't they? And, you know, the part of the... One of the challenges of parenting is that you probably realise as you're parenting, you're dealing with flawed little characters as a flawed character yourself. And what I often think of when it comes to the kingdom of God is we, there's a pressure relief valve, I find anyway, when I realise, you know what, I don't have to get it right every time, but I have to use every time as a teaching time. Um, when there's, you know, when some, so when I lose my temper or when I uh, don't give them the attention that they deserve in a moment, that's on me then as a parent to repent in front of them, show them the kingdom value of repentance, of, of humility. Um, and, man, that's hard sometimes. But I guess that's the, that's the blessing. There's a challenge of parenting. There, there, I think uh, people often say there's not many things in life that you'll do that are more holistically consuming and more difficult than raising children um, but yeah there are there are opportunities both the, the good ones and the the bad ones to be redeemed in that as well mm. so we talked about uh, I shared about a quote from Missy Wallace who talked about creational goodness can be pretty well seen in in everything in society whether it's you know in the education, building kids, teaching them, seeing them become critical thinkers, using their God-given gifts, all that sort of thing, whether it's in tradies who create 
beautiful, safe environments that can be people's homes and places of welcome and peace, you know, whatever it is, there's creational goodness can be seen pretty well in everything. What, what creational goodness would you say exists in your current work of parenting? How does, how does your parenting generate beauty for the goodness of others? I'll you start, can start if you like. Um, yeah, I think as a parent, and I think probably I wouldn't be alone in this, I'm sure I'd get a resounding, um, you know, affirmation from those of us who have children, but um, I've just been blown away um, by how much more, I think, you come to experience and to maybe understand and put to, you know, to bed any mis truths or misconceptions about who God is and his character that, you know, we can pick up over time and carry as baggage in our lives through the experience of, experience of being a parent myself. Like, you know, when you see, when you think of the love that you have for your own child and the desire for their good and for their flourishing in life and the connection that you desire to have with them... Um, it's helped me to experience better, feel better, know better. I don't know what the right word there is, but to, to know God better, I guess, mm. and to understand his heart for me. So if I'm thinking creational goodness, maybe it's creating that heart in myself as well, like a bit of a different slant maybe to that yeah. question. But then also um, another thought that I had was also, you know, we have the privilege and the joy of watching these little you know when your child is born and you know you wonder and you might look at them and say oh that's you know he's got your eyes or you know your ears or whatever um but seeing you don't really at that stage know what this little package of a child is that's just been born into the world and seeing that package opened that gift opened over time and continually discovering new facets of this child that God has made Mm. and you realize wow like you know as the parent like you don't have like their quirks of their personality their likes their dislikes the things that make their heart tick their passions all of that like as a parent you don't really have a lot to do with a lot of those things um, but just seeing um, with joy, looking on to see this person that God has made and rejoicing in that and then helping them to, you know, uncover some of that and to develop some of those things in their lives as well as a parent as you walk alongside them. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Someone else? Yeah, it's amazing how different our kids are, which was, which was such a... Um, a revelation to me, to be honest. Um, you sort of think after you have your first one, the second one's going to be similar. But, um, yeah, they can be very different. And, and a big thing for us is just to create a safe space at home, a soft place for them to fall after, mm. you know, after their trials and tribulations of, of school and, and sporting activities and that type of stuff. So just to be able to, to, to give them somewhere where they can feel safe to, to be themselves at home, where we can then encourage them in the areas that, you know, they, they might need... Yeah, it's some encouragement to, to mm. get out there and and, um, and socially interact and, and do some team sports or they might just need a, someone to talk to on the couch because they've had a tough day with some friendship groups and mm. just creating that and then 
in the, in the same realm, creating disciplines and, and just some, some rails for them to be able to, to, to go along so they can navigate life properly. So, I mean, it's a... Excellent. Yeah, that's sort of what I... You know, the avenue I took with that question was just, mm. yeah, creating mm. that space for them at home, which is a, a real privilege. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <coughs> yeah, I think sometimes it's uh, the challenge of finding the, the boundaries and the freedom... Mm. The freedom for the kids to explore and develop and, and gain confidence in their own little personalities and that sort of thing, but the uh, and the boundaries to kind of protect them and to grow them and to sort of help direct them into the sort of right way of, mm. of living and doing things. Yeah, for sure. I like what Laura said with just seeing your kid like. Yeah, you don't have any, really any control in who they are. Um, but, yeah, you just see uh, uh, over time, we're very young in the stage, but seeing their personalities come out, which you just mm. think, wow, that's amazing that God can, yeah, create people. <laughs> um, the other thought I had was with serving, um, like, yeah, creating space for... Um, to serve at home and then to serve others, mm. um, serving each other and learning that um, so that you can then benefit others as well, like learning all that at home. Yeah, that's brilliant. And they're, and they're all things that, everything we've heard, where, you know, we're contributing to the beautification of creation, ultimately, that as people come in contact with kids who who have safe places to be encouraged and spurred on at home, that they're being built up themselves. And, you know, as, uh, as, we're, as we're inviting people into our homes, when you can with young kids, it can be tough sometimes. But when you invite people into your homes, then they're invited into this place where not only are they waited on hand and foot by the parents, but the kids have a role to play in the family too. It's a, it's a, and that's a, an expression, I'd say, of creational goodness us as parents joining in with God in God's done the bulk of the work but he gives us the privilege of helping to shape and mould those little characters and deal with maybe some things that maybe aren't so helpful and encourage them in their their strengths and to work on their their weaknesses you know yeah it's a really important thing so it's good that we touched on serving because it's so often in our Western world, you know, we can think of work and we can think of self, can't we? Really. It's work, I work for me. I work for my family. You know, that's kind of how the Western world views it. Something we do for our own good, um, something we do to maybe have a comfortable existence. So how do, how do you think the way that God works, joyfully creating for the good of others, because that's what God did in creating everything. He did it for us. It's an incredible thought. How does that challenge and guide you in how you parent in the home? I had um, a couple of scriptures came to mind and I thought... Um, for me, when I thought about this question, it came back to, I guess, maybe the posture from which I parent, the stance from which I parent. And mm. um, I had Matthew 20 where Jesus is saying, you know, the rulers of your age, they lord it over you, but you, you know, 
don't do uh, in that same way. Um, and then he speaks of himself and says, the son of man, Jesus, came not to uh, be served but to serve. And um, a passage also from Ephesians 6 um, that Paul encourages, you know, don't frustrate, don't exasperate your children, you know, but to to train them up and to serve them. Um, so, yeah, for me, uh, this comes back to, I guess, yeah, the posture from which I parent, um, if I am a follower of Christ, being that of um, seeking, you know, and it's a continual thing, isn't it? Like mm. you don't get it right once and then you continue on the same way, but it's coming back to that oh, yeah, Jesus, in the same way that you love and you've served me, help me to love and serve sometimes, let's be honest, like really unlovable <laughs> characters, you know. <laughs> They're not always, um, you know, the most pliable or um, <laughs> compliant or helpful or whatever, but, you know, help me to serve them best in this time and to do that with real humility and love um, and, yeah, asking God to continue to shape my heart as a parent, like I think you said before, Joel, so that I can um, effectively, you know, continue to witness these things um, Mm. to our children. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I just wanted to add, like, that was really good. Um, Just how I've noticed a lot of the times if my child is doing something that he... He or she needs a moment. Um, often I have to reflect that it's not about me. Like, I'm here to, to serve and to mm. um, parent in a way that will be beneficial for that child. So uh, rather than me getting angry and annoyed that they are not doing what I've asked them to do or, you know, that they are having a meltdown over something, it's just, you know, taking that time to go, it's not about me right now. This child needs... Mm. this or this child needs this correction or, you know, whatever mm. the situation really is. Um, being that, sacrificing that thing of making it about me moment or, you know, if you're out in public and their child is doing something, it's it's not about me, you know. It's, yeah, reflecting on that it's mm. the, that child needs some help or whatever they need to be who they need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great, Ruth. I think it's in a similar way to Ruth in terms of like letting go of me a bit more. So like before kids, you've got all the time in the world, you can do whatever you want and that sort of stuff. When you get married, you sort of got to think about your wife. But when you have kids, there's more stuff that you're responsible for or you're required to do. And, you, and letting go of the me stuff a bit more mm. and, and, and in the midst of stuff that's not, that fun often, like just cleaning nappies and like doing the washing and dish, like it's, but it's like, it's for the kids and the family and the, you know, yeah, all that. So it's, yeah, that challenge of, uh, and rejoicing in that mm. life as a parent in the midst of all that daily grind sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Great insights. Yeah. I think just teaching, um, and not so much teaching, but highlighting to the kids, um, the joy in doing something for someone else mm. in, in doing that work, um, be it you know like here at church, you know like Darcy loves on a um, on a Sunday morning getting here early so he can get set up to sign the kids in. And, you know, Olivia's out there; she's volunteering with the kids and just gets a lot of joy out of that. And we try and heart, you know foster that at home by um, you know it could be simple tasks like you know making mum a cup of tea, 
or um, you know, just doing something for someone else and really, I suppose, really celebrating that and making sure they do understand the joy and, and, and the challenge there is to always to be able to, um, to, to mirror that for them, to show them what, what, um, what work can be to be able to honour and help someone else. Mm. So, mm. yeah, not so much um, you know, washing the car so you can earn some money, but um, doing something because you want to do it because someone else is going to love it. Absolutely. So, that's a really good insight, and we, we um, that's a good example actually, because we, our kids often say, "Oh, can we do some jobs?" And the the motivation for that is to get some cash, <laughs> to then spend it on something that they want, want another squishy little squishmallow or something. I don't know what they see in those. Anyway, they love it, so I rejoice in that. Anyway, but it's like part of the challenge is it's like, well, hang on a minute, no, 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 this is about contributing to something bigger than yourself. This, you're a part of this family. We do things together. We serve because what are we doing? We're following the one who said, I did not come to be served but to serve and give my life, lay down my life for a ransom. Like that's what I am often reminded of in doing it. So when we do that, you know, it's reasonable for us to say, hey, you can clean the cars and we might get an icy pole at the end of it but I'm not going to give you the cash you want, you know, because we're, we serve together, we play a part, we, we love one another and care for one another. Yeah, we have, we have two, two types of jobs in the house. One type of the job is just, that's just what you do because you're part of a family, yep. you live in a house. Great. So you do that and then there's, there's bonus jobs on top of that. I like but, it. Uh, you can't do the bonus jobs until the other ones have been done. So. Good work, guys. I like it. We learned the hard way. We learned the hard way, yeah. Isn't that doesn't what every parent says? We learnt the hard way, yeah. So, if you're thinking about there's, you know, parenting, each day you got to get prepped for it, don't you? You got to get in the zone. How do you do that? How do you get yourself in that place where what we were just talking about, where you're ready to lay your life down for your kids, and not just endure your kids? Um. I thought I go to bed early the <laughs> night before. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that I'm ready for the day. Um, and I think also just like an, um, a posture of gratitude mm. that like I'm in a position where I can be at home with my children, um, that, yeah, I can be like full-time at home with them. Um, it sort of sets me up for the day. Brilliant. Um, yeah, knowing that I'm blessed in that. Mm -hmm. um, and then some other things like throughout the day listening to podcasts and sermons is something that I do frequently that sort of, you know, I'll hear a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, as the day unfolds, it would just be something I can just, yep. And, yeah, I feel like there's always that that soft heart towards um, Holy Spirit and, and praying for your kids too. Yeah. Excellent, Ruth. Anyone else? A little bit different for me. Um, in the mornings, I'm not there, so I get that. I get that pretty easy. But um, I suppose, and it's a, it's a the same scenario for both Chris and I. It's, it's in that afternoon, you know, is when I get to spend time with the kids during the week, and it's making sure. And I, we certainly don't always get it right. Is to be able to leave work at work and come home and be be a parent and be there and be um, you know with your kids and and, and be there mm. um, and. Um, yeah, I suppose throughout the day, just preparing for that, it can be intentional or even unintentional. But um, anyone who gets up before 
six. Um, you know, like on 89.9 in the mornings at 5.30, they have focus on the family, mm -hmm. you know, which is brilliant. Just the, you can just pick up just these little nuggets all the time of, um, of just things you don't think about. Yeah. And um, so I suppose just being, yeah, trying to be intentional and when you get home being able to, to knock off and it's not that easy, you know, running your own business, things are, you know, sort of a 24-7 thing these days. So just being, yeah, being intentionally there when, yeah. you, when you are home. Excellent. Yeah. One little thing that we do <coughs> that I think helps sometimes prepare is, is that Naomi and I have a bit of debrief at the end of the day. Sometimes yeah. just in bed, have a little chat and just kind of little things about working on our marriage that can mm -hmm. actually help us work together as, as better parents and to, yeah, to have that kind of teamwork mm. thing to, to parent better and stuff like that. Yeah, that's great. Um, I thought about intentionality in parenting and for me what has worked and maybe it's more my personality type, I don't know, but um, being intentional about things and creating space for things like um, in terms of parenting preparation, like Joel and I, we have like a, <laughs> we have like a parenting PD if you like. <laughs> Um, once a week we try, and it's not always a weekly thing, but we try to carve out um, part of an evening a week where we are either reading through a, a parenting resource together or there's like a podcast series we want to get through and we listen while we're folding washing or whatever together um, and then have a chat around that and then pray into that and we just try and make... Just to, it's like anything, you know, you can start with the best of intentions and you can have great vision for a new job or whatever it is. Same with parenting when you first start off. But I don't know, unless I've found that unless you're intentional about things, the, the goal can sort of fade a bit and, you know, you just get stuck in the nitty gritty of executing it all. Um, so, yeah, we try and do that. And then I'd also say um, I try and prepare or part of parenting preparation for me is positioning myself um, with other parents um, who maybe who have done the journey and are further along than me, but also who are in, you know, parenting children right now, but who share my values and my um, way of looking at parenting as kingdom work, um, just to be rubbing shoulders and having conversations and... Um, yeah, praying for each other, that type of thing. Mm. Yeah, it's great. What, what do they say? The the days are long, but the years are short. Is that the saying? Yeah, because I've been reminded, like, our eldest is now 10, and I can still remember, like, yesterday, the day I first held her as a baby. And it's like my, my thinking around this and why we try uh, to have that, what we'd call a healthy rhythm of investment in our parenting is because before you know it, she won't be under our roof any longer. She won't be ours to invest in. Those years will have passed. And so I guess that's the, the challenge or one way that we try and keep investing and thinking and praying into our parenting before, yeah, before it's another eight years and she's 18 and doesn't want to hang out with Dad anymore, doesn't think he's so cool, so... It'll be before that, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so in terms of we're talking about even even today and we're talking about or praying for these guys 
encouraging them to be led by the Spirit and not to rely on their own strength. That's a really important thing when it comes to parenting naturally. I'm sure you've got some examples of maybe a, a curly situation or something that, that you've faced on the parenting journey where you needed to rely on his strength and not your own. Do you care to, care to share? Obviously not to shame a child or anything like that. We don't want to do that. But, but just maybe even more about you. Talk about you as a parent. When, when did you really need to rest in his strength and not your own? Because maybe, like me in those moments, you don't realise you don't actually have the patience or you don't have the kindness or whatever it is that you need. Do you want to share? It might be a little bit different to what we're sort of going for, but um, it wasn't even... It, it wasn't me, it was actually Clarissa. And it was when... Um, when <laughs> Throw your wife under the bus. Oh, no, no, this is, this is a good thing. Okay, no, no, good. No, it's good. No, so um, it was when, um, when Olivia was in grade two and there was just some, some challenges at school and, um, and Clarissa just got this prompting that she just has to... that this school wasn't right for her. It, it wasn't a healthy environment. She was in friendships and, and a few things going on. And um, she just had this this, you know, Holy Spirit calling to, to move schools. And anyway, we went to, um, went to Mex and, and had, a, had a chat with the, the staff there and there was, you know, a, you know, a miracle of God. There was a, a position for her halfway through that year for yeah. her to be able to move schools. And, and it's just been... And then another, uh, an opening the, two, the next year for Darcy to start there, which, which shouldn't have been there, you know. It should have been fully booked out. So, I mean, Clarissa just heard that and, and she just went with it and it was... Yeah, the best thing we've ever done for the kids. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that that's was, great. Um, yeah, not so much for me, but yeah, my very well intelligent done. wife. Well done. <laughs> Anyone else? I can pre kids. I would have, I would have said to you, I, I I really need about eight hours of sleep every night. Otherwise, I'm just no good in the morning. <laughs> I can't function. I'm just grumpy. I'm tired. <laughs> I like. I tell you what, like when you're up at three o'clock in the morning, you've been up for like two hours and you've got this screaming baby or something like, gosh, like there's, there's so many of those times when I'm like, I don't know how I'm still standing, but yeah. that, like it's, yeah, miraculous how, yeah, God has, has kept us through that sort of stuff. Mm. And me in mm. particular, I can see that, like, yeah, there's times and I couldn't have done it on my own, yeah. for sure. Uh, and the other way that I see how God's provided is, is through, people he's brought into our lives mm. um, through church family, through other people mm. in different ways who've encouraged and supported and, and helped us along the journey. Yeah. Um, just those little provisions from God mm. for us to, to help us through. Yeah, that's great, Joe. Um, yeah, very similar, like um, God giving you the strength when you... You know, you don't think that you can do it. And, like, we've had a number of hospital visits for Sophie and yeah. I hate hospitals. That's, like, my mum's a nurse, my sister's a nurse. That is not... That's not me. I do not like going there. Um, but in all of it, there's been a grace and, you know, there's been people to explain stuff to me and, you know, having my sister and my mum to explain more things to me with what's going on. Mm. Um, yeah, God putting people in my life for that. Um, and being able to get through it. Um, and then just having, yeah, pe like friends and family who you'd be having a chat and they'll share something 
a parenting tip or, you know, what's going on in their lives or something and then, you know, a week later the exact sort of very similar situation occurs for me and I go, oh, they did this, okay. I'll give that a go. I'll give that a go, you know. Um, And, yeah, just those those wisdom um, of others that you just think, oh, that was, I needed that from Mm. that person for this moment. Yeah, that's great. Um, I think the grace and the power of um, and the wisdom of Holy Spirit to parent children who can be very different to yourself. Um, mm. Like, you know, you think this is, you know, we can all fall into that trap of thinking that the way that we think and feel and experience the world is how everyone else thinks and experiences the world and then, you know, you're living with all these other little people who can quickly come to realise, oh, that's actually not how, um, you know, you have first-hand, you know, daily reminders of that, you know, they're experiencing the world in an entirely different frame to the way that I might emotionally or cognitively or whatever. And so the grace of God to um, have developed strategies and to partner with him to shepherd their hearts and train them up and... The guardrails, as someone said before, as well. Like, I think just that Holy, the Holy Spirit's help in those things, and then also, I think the Holy Spirit's help um, to to do. I think you were saying, Joel, earlier about modelling um, repentance and forgiveness, and you know that can be a hard pill to swallow as a parent. You know, when you think, you know, your pride can take a bit of a hit sometimes and you think, well, I really didn't handle that well or, you know, I shouldn't have raised my voice or whatever. And then having, yeah, the grace of God when you realise how much, you know, God has forgiven me personally, um, you know, that to go and request forgiveness from someone else who is, you know, a lot younger than you and who you might have just been dealing with their bad behaviour before or whatever. Um, but, yeah, Holy Spirit's helped to do that and to model, yeah, repentance and forgiveness, um, I think. Yeah, that's excellent. Some great insights. very quick one for me is um, imaginary play. I need Holy Spirit's help. <laughs> <laughs> to do half an hour of babies and drills, like... Judah does at the moment. It's like, man, how am I going to get through this, God? You're going to have to help me with this. Half an hour of babies and drills and sores and things. It's a bit weird. But, you know, praise God we can get through with the Spirit's help. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap it up. So what, what, are some, what are some final words of encouragement that you have on your heart to, to share for and spur people on, I guess, for people who are in this season of life, in this parenting stage? Or maybe even um, for other people, we've talked about the value of the village around us, maybe even what other people would need to to know in order to be an encouragement to parents. Does anyone have something they'd like to say to that? I can can remember clearly a few times when I've had blokes say to me, I don't know what my wife does at home all day. (laughs) You've probably heard it before and, and... and I, pre, pre-kids, I've kind of had no idea. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but I, my goodness, like, <laughs> it's like you go until like nine o'clock at night. It's like flat out. Like, it's <laughs> um, so it's just the encouragement of like, yeah, it's hard work. And just to, you know, if you know other mums and 
or parents, full-time parents, like it's, yeah, encourage them, it's hard work. Yeah. Um, and there was something else that I forgot about. That's okay, it. come back. Um, for me, it's just um, prepare to fail. Yep. You, you're not going to get it right all the time. We are human and yep. we're going we're gonna to spit the dummy, we're going to do something wrong, we're going to say something wrong. And I think having a mindset that you're going to be perfect and you're going to do everything right um, leads you up for failure when yeah. you do fail. So yeah. I think just preparing to fail, knowing that you're not going to do it right all the time and, and being able to forgive yourself mm. and then say sorry and thank you to those who you offended. Yeah, so, yeah. that's great, Ken. Yep. I always think it's, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Mm. Um, you know, like parenting's for life. Mm. Um, so that's how... Yeah, just yeah, it's not a not a sprint. Yeah, you can't get everything right. Just we're in for the long haul. So yeah, yeah, encourage people in that. Very good, absolutely. And that that the bloke said in the video prior to as well has like a long term process. Yeah. Process, yeah. Um, but it it's often in the, in the day to day. It's not very rewarding. Like sure, there's moments that's lovely. You get a cuddle or you know little times. <laughs> there is like it. Don't get me wrong, there's some lovely times, but a lot of us just like, oh, you know, this is not really raw, not dishes, nappies, cleaning, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. But, but that's the long, it, it's all important. Little Absolutely. things, the big things, it's, it's all part of that process. Yeah. That long term, not this immediate sort of reward that you get at the end of the day or something. Like, yeah. yeah. That's good, Joe. And I'd just pick up on that as well, Joe, and say um, because there isn't a lot of. Um, Reward, you know, you ask what could people as the village around do. I think yeah. offer, um, you know, you might be thinking, oh, so-and-so is doing a great job, you know, their child did such and such or aren't they a lovely family? You might think, you know, those things but offer, like, yeah, maybe challenge. We can all do this in various facets of our lives but verbalise your encouragement specifically to people, it's such a gift yeah. um, in every facet of life. You know, if you notice something, if you if you feel something, if you've got a prayer for someone, I think um, maybe someone said in the panel um, a couple of weeks ago, like actually just do it. Like yeah. it's such a blessing. Like actually speaking out encouragement. You might think it, you might feel it, but actually go and tell someone because yeah, the rewards aren't <laughs> always you know front and center of the long days of parenting but some of those little words of encouragement note of encouragement or drop a meal randomly or something as an encouragement um, they can go a long way um, in those long days um, to really yeah buoying a family i guess absolutely yeah that's great what a what a great discussion we've had um i i think yeah, there's so many great insights there. I encourage you with this one or the other panel, if there's someone that you know who would benefit from hearing some of this, send them a link. They're, they're recorded, they're on YouTube, they're easy to forward on, so do that. It's, I've, I've been really encouraged by hearing all of you guys and, and the hearts that you have to raise children who will grow to know and love and serve and follow Jesus. And yeah, let's, let's give these guys a hand. And I just, we'll just, we'll close by praying. If there's one thing that you could do to be a blessing to any parent is to pray for them. Pray for them. It can feel like you're in the trenches sometimes, 
and or in a tunnel and you can't really see the light at the end of it. So, yeah, for the prayer, for, for strength, for faithfulness, for looking to eternal kingdom rewards rather than right now rewards as well. Those kind of things would be greatly beneficial, I'm sure. So how about we pray? God, we thank you so much for just the, the blessing of conversation, of learning from each other. We thank you, God, that you work through each and every person and we thank you for how you've spoken through each of these people here to build us up, to encourage us, to challenge us, whether we're in the stage of parenting or whether we're not, whether we might not have kids of our own but we might be grandparents or we might be in this community and therefore we have spiritual children that we can invest in. God, would you take all that we've heard, all that you've planted in our hearts and that would you bring fruit into into existence, Lord, whether that be us reaching out and encouraging a parent as they're doing a great job or... Uh, whether we are going to make a meal or whether we're just going to be faithful in praying for marriages, that, that marriages would be strong so that parenting can be, be strong too, Lord. Whatever it is, would you lay it on our hearts and would we all grow, parents and those who aren't parents, to play a role in shepherding children's hearts because that's ultimately what it is. Our hearts, our natural state of our hearts is desperately sick, wicked above all things. And we need a touch from you, God, to have our hearts transformed, not just once but continually. So, God, would you do that in us and would you guide all of us in investing in our kids so that they would have a heart that's of flesh and not of stone. We thank you, God, and we pray your blessing on each of these families, each of these parents and all our parents in our community, in Jesus' name. Amen.